All right, this is Brent Leary, and with me uh, today is Jeremy Roche, CEO of Financial Force. Jeremy, thank you for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Brent. It's great to meet you. So before we start talking about creating business apps for Google Glass and Samsung's gear and all these kind of wearable technologies, maybe you can give me a little bit of your personal background. Yeah, sure. Um, I think you can probably tell by the accent that I'm, I'm uh, originally from another country. I'm actually from the UK. And uh, I had the pleasure of uh, getting the opportunity to create Financial Force as a new company back in September 2009. And uh, we set up our headquarters here in San Francisco, and uh, we've been growing our business ever since. So tell us what you guys do at Financial Force. So we build what I would describe as back office applications in the cloud. So we specialize in taking sales transactions and then turning them into real business information. So whether that's from um, billing through to accounting, whether it's managing the sale of goods, um, or shipping products, through to managing professional services teams, and underpinning that, uh, managing what we call human capital or employee success, which is what traditionally you'd know as HR. So it's managing the people in a business and managing the business processes that go beyond the point of sale. It's really good stuff because th this is the hardcore business uh, functionality that people need in order to really start moving their business forward and keeping it moving in the right direction. But uh, one of the interesting things or things that was really of interest to me uh, a few weeks ago, I think it was during Dreamforce, uh, I saw this article uh, around uh, what you guys did at Financial Force and starting to experiment with business apps for wearable technology, wearable you know, devices, smartphones, and excuse me, watches, and, and even things like Google Glass. And I was curious about that because most of the time you think about you know, things like the wearable tech and you think of like the cool consumery kind of things that people are doing with them. I'm curious, why did you decide to, to start looking at things like uh, smart watches and uh, the Google Glass from a business app perspective? What made you start to, to look at that? So, so I think, first of all, let's, let's roll history back a little bit and, and talk about some of the other technologies that have emerged over time. You know, if, if, if we go back uh, two or three years, everyone was really starting to talk about the ability to run business apps on their smartphone or their tablets. And that, you know, we, we picked up early on that and, and we delivered applications that people could use on the move. Now, at that time, if somebody had told me that by August this year, over 55% of global internet traffic would actually be generated by, by um you know, handheld devices, mobile devices, then you, know, you probably would have questioned that because it was way under that a few years ago. And what we've seen is this enormous rise in, in, in the way that transactions are created globally using mobile technology. Now, if you roll that forward and say, now we're starting to see the emergence of wearable technology, the way I look at it is, we don't know exactly where that's going to go yet, but we do know that it's being invested in by a lot of large organizations and that 
it is an emerging technology, and the chances are that over time, more and more transactions of one sort or another will go through wearable devices. So what we set out to do was prove that using our cloud technology, um, and a lot of the technology we use comes from our partner Salesforce, and using the, uh, the Google APIs and the technologies that were being shipped in, things like the Samsung watches, we set out to prove that we could link our application seamlessly to those wearable devices, and that we could create an environment where a meaningful transaction could be processed on a device with either a very small, you know, an extremely small screen. Today, you know, we're really just starting to see the sort of business processes emerge that we can do that. So we focused on things like authorization and notifications from, from business apps. So uh, one of our examples, I think there's a, there's, there's a video which, um, which um, is up on our website, which is consultant goes sick this morning, so logs sickness in the HCM system. How does the manager know that that consultant's gone sick? Well, actually he gets an alert on his watch to say the consultant's not arriving. So he's not, not having to look at the screen. He could be walking down the street, and he gets a proactive notification to say he's got a problem to deal with. Uh, we focus on things like authorization on the fly. So things that you can actually really conceive a business process actually happening. But, but I'd say that we, we, we're still in the experimental phase. We, we've not yet established all the different transactions that might get onto wearable devices. Mm. And... We, we've also not seen all the wearable devices we're going to get to play with. You know, the next disruptor into the market, to be honest, is going to be Apple with the Apple Watch. And I would assume, too, uh, you know, with Apple Watch. But what about things like, you know, maybe, I don't know, we, we, we see a lot of watches being created. But so far, and I think Samsung is coming out with like a, almost sort of looks like a necklace thing that you put around your your your, yeah. your thing. But what about Google Glass? Now, that has been around for a couple of years. It came, you know, a lot of hoopla around it, and then it kind of died down. But how does, uh, what kind of a use case uh, for creating apps for uh, business apps for something like Google Glass compared to uh, what you're seeing with the watches? So we, we, one, of the, one of the early ones that we produced for Google Glass was um, approvals of requisitions and orders. Because you've got, although um, it's a smaller device, because of the way glass projects, you've actually got a bigger viewing area for the transactions. Um, we've also experimented things with, with areas like uh, stock and inventory control. Now, you can envisage people in the warehouse potentially wearing glass to go looking for, for items. Um, I think that the challenge that, that we saw for glass was that it's, it's still very socially acceptable. Although my children don't wear watches, many people wear watches. Um, you know, Google Glass still has this whole thing that, you know, in a social environment, it it um, it is unusual. Now, now I'm I'm a big believer in emerging technology, and I think that you know, in five years' time, we may all put on our equivalent of Google Glass first thing in the morning, and when we're all doing it, it'll be a um, uh, yeah, it'll be a way of life. One, one of the things that we looked at was that um, if you think about uh, you're having a meeting, it's relatively socially unacceptable to pull your laptop out in the middle of a meeting and start reacting to something or at the dinner table. 
it's, it's slightly, although increasingly less socially acceptable to pull out your smartphone. It's actually relatively acceptable to glance at your watch. And if your watch is giving you a piece of information that you need to take action on, that can actually be quite useful. Now, there's a certain amount of, of, of evolvement needed before we'll all sit around the dining table wearing Google Glass. <laughs> but it is a fascinating, fascinating technology to play with. And you can, you can just see that if it hit the mainstream and it became you know, um, a, a, an affordable consumer technology, you can start to see how it, would, how it could take off. And of course, the other thing that we know with technology is that you know, Google's not finished with glass, and Apple and Samsung and so on haven't finished with smartwatches, um, bands. You mentioned necklaces. Um, you know, ultimately, do you get to the position where you know, do we start to have the technology embedded? I mean, you, 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 we don't know what's going to happen over the next few years and what's going to become available to us. I think, I think in the technology space, our, our role apart from producing great applications, in our case, to support peaceful businesses, our role is to experiment with technology and see where we can push it. Because if we push it, that's what helps make that more applicable to more people, uh, you know, especially in a small business environment. Let's, uh, let me ask you, you, you mentioned Apple, and you know, they announced that they're coming out with their watch, and we all know that when Apple does something, it gets people's attention, and it typically... Uh, accelerates the adoption and the interest level. Uh, so yep. it's coming out with the iWatch or whatever they're going to call it. <laughs> the call. Uh, yeah. how, how quickly do you think that application development from a business application standpoint, because we know there's going to be tons of consumer-based apps, but how quickly yep. do you think uh, folks, businesses like yours and others, are going to start developing apps for business uh, business people to use on their day-to-day -day routine? So if you look at the case of using the smartwatches, for example, we were using Salesforce and Google APIs to do that. So we were actually consuming code that was provided by the platform manufacturers. Um, now, assume, assuming Apple do the same, which you know, every indication is they will, um, we'll be able to consume those APIs in just the same way. So in fact, you, know, you might see within, within a few weeks of them launching a device, you might see us you know, rolling a video out with an Apple Watch in it. Because the, the, the key thing here is, is that if people are publishing those APIs and the platform that, that we use for our applications is completely open, at that point you're just relying on platforms talking to each other. And that's what makes these things fast and exciting. And it's, it's, a, it's you know, if, if, you, if, if we were on some old-fashioned lockdown server sitting in our office somewhere, we wouldn't be able to do the same thing. You know, we're using very modern cloud technology, and clouds talk to clouds. So that's really what we're making happen. Well, let me ask, because you, you mentioned Salesforce and, and their platform. Uh, so I guess we're looking at not just one uh, company kind of driving things, but it really is maybe it, you know, as little as a handful, but at least a couple that are working together to provide the kind of infrastructure that makes it easier for companies like yours to roll out these kind of business applications. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Financial Force you know, is built on Salesforce's technology, and then we extend it out into people, into you know, Google technology for Google Apps, 
you know, for Glass, and we just extended that API out into into um, Samsung environment for the Samsung watches, for example. Um, so yeah, that using that technology, that but in my mind, that's a lot of the future of technology. You don't hand roll it; you use the technology that other vendors are providing, and then you apply to that your business logic and your creative applications that solve a problem of some sort. In our case, it's the back office. But I don't want to build all that plumbing. I want to build applications because that's, that's what financial force is skilled at. So we'll consume all those different pieces of technology to deliver a solution to customers. Yeah, the same is true when we get onto mo you know, the, yeah, phones and tablets. We're, we aim to consume as much technology as we can to, to render our apps out there. We don't want to go and have to, to hand make it all because that's a waste of investment. Let somebody else do that and we'll make good apps. When you think about the adoption uh, cycles for things like this, will it be quicker than how folks adopted business apps on phones and tablets? Will it be a little slower? Or what do you expect? I, I think the starting point will be a little slower. Um, just simply because phones emerged from making phone calls to being able to run an app, and it was kind of a natural evolution. Um, I think watches are likely to evolve relatively quickly. I mean, you look at the number of people now you actually see wearing watches, it's growing very quickly. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a total geek, but I've had a, um, I started with a, a Samsung Gear 1 and then a Gear Fit, now in the latest gear. Um, I'll prob probably I'll try an Apple Watch when it rolls up. Um, yeah, and yes, yes, I have one Google Glass, <laughs> and I actually think it's fa I think it's I think it's fascinating. You look at some of the applications in the consumer world, and then you start to think now in the, in 2014 and on, you know, the consumer world and the business world is really becoming very blurred. Mm. You know, people want the same quality applications in their in their business life as they get as they get in their personal life. And frankly, why shouldn't they have that? And I would assume that it's not only dependent on what you just talked about, but it's also dependent on uh, the kind of business use cases that you think are going to drive uh, interest in this. So is it going to be and, on the correct? Side? And that's what, and that's really why we got out to market there with 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 providing some of these basic use cases, so that that our customers could test them out and give us feedback and tell us what resonated with them. Um, it's always the best sort of feedback you can get to have something in the real world. So we can listen to that and see what's working. And you know, what really seems to be resonating right now is the whole alerting thing. I want to know when something happens, and it's great if I get buzzed on my wrist rather than having to pick up my tablet or my phone and have a look at it. And that's, that's where we focused you know, a lot of that early work because of that feedback. Jerry, but we'll keep pushing the boundaries. That's great. Where can people learn more about what you guys are doing in general, but also even around this wearable technology stuff? So if they come and visit us at financialforce.com, um, they will see on there the technology we're using. And uh, on, that, on the site, if you go to the, um, the media section, you'll see some example videos of the wearable stuff in action there on the site.